Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, I just want to take a minute here to talk about Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is, it is where I actually make my podcast. It is the easiest way to get started in podcasting. They've made everything super simple. They have recording software right on their app or online as well. They distribute your podcast for you. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere almost anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. These guys have spread my name out there for me. They made it super simple. You can record right to the app or online. You guys, if, you, if you're even remotely interested in starting a podcast, this is the way to go. Okay, go to anchor.fm. So that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. And you can get started. Here's the cool thing. You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You don't have to have your name out there with 100,000 people before you can start making money. They've actually sponsored me to put the spot in here. And guess what? I'm making a couple bucks. It's turning this from a hobby into a potential career for me. So if you care to, if you're interested at all, Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app to get started. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo, or welcome if this is your first time tuning in. It's an exciting episode to tune into either way. It is episode 14 that happens to be going live on the 14th of February. I love numerical symmetry. It makes me very happy. Anyway. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you are all feeling particularly loved, and I hope my wife is especially feeling loved as today is her birthday. Shalane, happy birthday. I love you, darling. So with staying on theme with Valentine's Day today, we're going to explore my favorite love story, this being the love story between my wife and I. More specifically, I want to talk about the three best dates I ever had. Number one, our first date. Again, numerical symmetry. I love it. Number two, the day I proposed to my wife. And number three, our wedding day. They are absolutely my three favorite dates that Shalane and I have ever had. Now, they're bigger days in our relationship, surely. You know, I have two daughters. Those are pretty big days, too. But... Without further procrastinating, let's rewind the clock a bit, a little more than seven years ago, and talk about my first date with Shalane. Now, I would love to start this and be all spooky voiced and be like, the year is 2013, but I'm not going to because that would be really weird. So it's true, though. December of 2013, 
it was Shalane and I's first date. I was still living in Lethbridge at the time, and Shalane was on Gabriel Island, which for some of you who don't know where that is, uh, just off the coast in Nanaimo here, um, it's basically paradise. I very much encourage you to check it out on vacation when we're allowed to do those kind of things. But it presented problems. Shalane and I very far apart, about 15 hours or so apart. But it worked out that Shalane was coming home to spend some time around Christmas, and I was going to take advantage of this. The big problem being she was staying with her parents, so it's not like it was really easy to steal her away for a date. But we made it work. We decided we'd meet at Shalane's parents' place. And if you're a guy and you've picked a girl up from her parents' house before, you know that there's a lot of added pressure that goes along with that. You know, get to her, her parents' place, you knock on the door, and you just pray real quickly that there isn't a gun on the other side of the door. Now, the other problem is, for some reason, even though you agree on a time to pick them up, the girl is for some reason never ready to go when you decide to, you know, be there. And you have to make that weird, awkward small talk with her parents. It can be tough. Ladies, please be on, ready on time. I can't stress this enough. It's so awkward for a guy. Although, if you're like my wife, you probably make the guy wait a little longer because you get a little enjoyment out of it. But this time, I got lucky. Really lucky. One, Shalane is almost always on time and really fast to get, to get ready if she's not. Number two, there was no gun this time. Fantastic. And number three, Shalane's parents are shockingly easy to talk to. So absolutely fantastic. And I can't appreciate or can't express how much I appreciate Shalane's parents. A uh, little more backstory. Uh, it was a long time, a long buildup for this night. Now, Shalane and I have known each other basically since the dawn of time. Not really, but since we were kids, it's been... This was a long time coming. We had talked about dating in the past. We had talked about a lot of life together in the past. But always decided it was not the right time. It was not the right place. It was too long distant. It was... There was always a really good excuse not to get together, not to try and date. But at this point in our lives... We were both adults. We could make our decisions with full intentions. And there was actually a future to look forward to. So there was a lot of buildup for this date. So finally, I knock on the door, talk with Shalane's parents for a little bit. Not even a threat of a weapon coming out. Shalane gets ready real quick. And we get on our way. We decided our first date was going to be a dinner at Open Sesame. If you've never been there, I highly encourage you to go. Their food is amazing. It's like a build-your-own stir-fry place, but on a whole, never, 
whole nother level. Super good. We randomly ran into some good friend or a good friend of ours, a mutual friend that we've shared since pretty much the same time Shalane and I have known each other. And then off to the Calgary Zoo in December at night. I don't know who chooses to freeze to death on a first date, but it was something else. The event that Calgary Zoo puts on is called Zoo Lights, and it's absolutely beautiful. But it was like minus 40. It was cold. And to top it off, we were both dressed to impress, not to be functional. So although we could have succumbed to hypothermia, still an amazing experience. Absolutely loved this outing. It proved just how adventurous Shalane was for me, and I hope it did something along the same lines for her. But absolutely awesome. I would do it again in a heartbeat. And then after we almost froze to death, we went back to Shalane's parents' place to sit in front of their fireplace and drink hot chocolate, thaw out a bit, and talk some more. Not by anyone else's standards, a great first date. <laughs> but for us, it was perfect. And it really set the tone for the rest of our relationship together. Set the tone for adventure. Set the tone for try anything once. And set the tone that even though things aren't always perfect, you can always find perfection in them. All right. Date number two. The night I decided to pop the question. We had decided over many conversations that Shalane would move back to Alberta. And we didn't really want her to do the drive alone, and it would be weird for her to have a friend come along only to fly home alone. So I decided to fly to Vancouver, where Shalane would meet me at the Vancouver airport with her car packed to absolutely exploding point to drive back to Calgary, well, to High River, so she could move back in with her parents till we found somewhere else. So... Shalane, her cat Toad, and unbeknownst to me, a good friend of both of ours, uh, met me at the Vancouver airport. I had decided that it would be great to propose in the airport. So I got all dressed up, made sure I looked my best, and I got off the plane Backpack on my shoulder, ring in my pocket. The perfect plot twist. Our friend was there. I remember it perfectly. I saw Shalane. I saw our friend. I dropped my bag against a pole and ignored Shalane completely. Turned to our friend. I hugged her and said, whispered in her ear, I said, you're going to love this. I immediately turned around, dropped down on one knee, and asked Shalane to be my partner forever. It was the best decision I had ever made, and the most important question I was ever going to ask. And thankfully, for some reason, <laughs> she said yes. 
Now, we said goodbye to our friends after a coffee, jumped into Becky, which was Shalane's Volkswagen Passat, and with everything she owned, including her cat, we decided to make our way back to Alberta, back to High River. We drove all through the night, which is about 12 hours if you drive straight through. But even in the middle of the night, that drive is beautiful. You get to like Three Valley Gap, and there's that hotel on the water there. There's so many sights to see on that trip. Even if you just stay on Highway 1, there is so much to look at. Absolutely beautiful. So we took some extra time and, of course, made some extra phone calls to share the news about the engagement. This drive back to Alberta was some of the best time we have ever spent together. Super high highs, the first stages of wedding planning, absolute euphoria and excitement, and that barely scratches the surface of how exciting this drive home for us was. I remember stopping and we had no cell service through the mountains and we just stopped and overlooked this one spot. Sun was just coming out, just perfect. I can't explain it. It was just like the perfect moment to just enjoy this moment between just us. We were engaged after all this time, all this buildup, we were engaged. It was the first steps towards forever for us. It was like a victory had been rung. We just sat there holding each other's hands, looking out over God's creation and just enjoying that moment. It was the perfect date. All right, date number three, the big I do. July 11th, 2014, in a little campground off a small town. Kind of sounds like a Bernstein bear book. Down a sunny dirt road deep in the heart of bear country. Anyway, I woke up this morning absolutely elated, blissful, full of nerves and suspense absolutely contradictory feelings, everything just buzzing around me. After getting dressed, finishing final prep, building the last couple things we needed to, getting everything set up with my guys, our extra large family started showing up. It was at this point that my best man blindfolded me and basically spun me in circles. It wasn't long before I heard honking and cheering. I figured it was Shalane, but of course I couldn't see because of the bandana that was over my eyes. Side note, turns out that Shalane's parents rented her a limo for the wedding party. Super baller move. Absolutely awesome. But it wasn't until later, like when I got the pictures back from our photographer that I actually knew that they got a limo. It was kind of crazy anyway so the whole point of the blindfold in case you were wondering was to take pictures before the ceremony but i wasn't supposed to see shalane then 
So we got these fantastic pictures of Shalane sneaking up and they're, they're just perfect pictures. Absolutely dopey smile on my face. So much excitement. I know the woman who's about to be my wife is just on the other side of this, this blindfold. The anticipation was killing me. So we finally get this day going. A couple of kinks happen. Nothing that derailed anything. Just me, my soon-to-be wife, and about 250 of our closest family and friends were there. Gathered all on this little grassy knoll in this campground. Now, I saw our wedding party start to stroll down the path. And then, boom, I saw her, my bride. Her dad was there too, but I had no idea in the moment. Shalane was absolutely radiant. It was the first perfect moment of that day. There was bound to be several more that followed, but that picture, I remember it so perfectly clear. I looked down this grassy path and this beautiful, stunning, absolute babe of a woman was standing there in a white dress and she was there for me. Now the ceremony did not go perfectly smooth. I flubbed a couple of my lines. I almost said Shalane's name wrong, but it was smooth enough. And heck, no one passed out, so I call it a win. And I didn't cry too much. So, flubbed lines, tons of pictures later, it was time to finally relax a little. We had a giant picnic, huge celebration. It was awesome. A little while later, we shifted some speakers around, moved some lights... It was time to dance, which for me is either pretending I know how to break dance or awkward junior high swaying real slowly. So for the first dance, we swayed real slowly. It was to Rascal Flatts song, God Bless the Broken Road. Again, perfect moment, perfect song for our stories, perfect song for our first dance. Some more hanging out with family and a cupcake to the face from my new mother-in-law. A scotch with my older brother. And finally, some alone time with my new wife. After the dust settled, it was about as close to a perfect day as I could have ever imagined. Words don't do it justice. Pictures only tell you so much but it was the perfect day and the perfect date. And guess what? Now I have a special treat for you. Shalane's actually decided that she is wanting to share some of our story with you. I'm thrilled. I couldn't be more excited. So thank you, babe. And without further ado, my beautiful wife. Spencer asked me to write a bit about my favorite date, and immediately the sassy girl in me says, April 25th, because it's not too cold or too hot. 
for those of you who don't get this quote, it's from the movie Miss Congeniality. In all honesty, though, this question is a hard one for me. Each one of our dates are specific to a time in our life, making each one special. They all hold different feelings, represent different milestones, and hold specific meanings and needs for that time in our life. I know Spencer's talked to you about our first date, the day we got engaged and our wedding day. Such huge emotions surround these dates, making them top for me as well. Our first date for me was so full of excitement and long-awaited anticipation. Actually, they all do. After being friends for so long, with the chance to date before, but choosing not to, finally having this chance was exciting. Our engagement and wedding didn't come long after that, but the long-awaited anticipation was still there. That giddy little girl excitement. On our wedding day, we chose to get married at 10 a.m., because we both knew that any later would result in just unnecessary nerves of anticipation. So there I was with my wedding party at 6 a.m., headed to get our hair done. All three of these days were perfect, even zoo lights at minus 40 degrees. But as I walk down this rabbit hole trail of dates, I think of early morning drives, Sunday morning breakfasts. I think about times where I came home from work and Spencer had made dinner and had it waiting and how that small act and intentional time was considered a special date because we had zero wiggle room in our budget or because our schedules were opposite at that chapter in our life. I remember our first dates after having the girls, the dynamic of our family changing and our realization of how important intentional time really is. Using McDonald's coupons and picnicking at home with our favorite movies all of a sudden becomes just as special as our first date. Taking an hour to go for ice cream in a motorbike ride is the highlight of the summer. I sit here reminiscing about sharing firsts with each other. Spencer's first time having dinner at the Calgary Tower, which was our second anniversary. Our first concert, which was Shania Twain, four days before our wedding. Our first NHL hockey game together. The sharing of favorites, or childhood spots. Street wheelers in Lethbridge, Sam's Donaires where Spencer worked when he was younger, even just favorite beach spots and trails. All of these are special in their own way. A chapter and milestone that is shiny and special in its own individuality. I think by going down this rabbit hole, I'm left with these words to remind you all that special dates don't always have to be big and extravagant. They will all always be perfect for that life chapter in your love story. I do want to caution you though, Spencer and I are both firm believers that technology is the top killer of intimacy. Yes, even I mentioned the classic dinner and a movie date, but if this is a rep for you, try making a playlist and going for coffee and a walk, or playing a board game together. How about taking an hour, leaving your phone inside and sitting outside with a fire and just dreaming together? I cherish these memories of creative dates when we had no money, just as much as extravagant ones, and that's because these were perfect in that moment for that chapter in our story, making our love story my favorite story ever. Thanks again, babe. And Shalane does bring up some amazing points. So first off, all our dates, no matter how big or how small, 
there's something to celebrate, and each is tailored to the stage of life that we're in. And no, we can't have the same excitement and anticipation and build-up as that first date, or the gravity of a wedding day. But each date, each day we intentionally spend together, is something that is worth celebrating. Second, every time that we take intentional time with each other, that's a small milestone for our relationship. And maybe some of these milestones aren't so small, especially when you get to experience firsts together. First kiss, first concert, first NHL game, first night together. These are no small milestones. These are memories that you get to share and cherish for the rest of your life. And third, make your dates creative and fun, not just dinner and a movie. And now I'm not saying you can't do dinner and a movie and you can't have the same thing twice. And it's okay to have a comfort zone. It's okay to be in that comfort zone and to have some solid favorite places that you keep in your back pocket. But don't live there. Don't only stay there. That's how we find ourselves in the rut. So be creative. Have fun. Try something new. Maybe it's just new food before your movie. Maybe it's putting on a new playlist and going for a walk instead of just the same old song and dance. Be creative and have fun. All right, guys. Now it's time for your turn. I want to know what is your favorite date or the best day you've had with your spouse or significant other. Let me know. You know, the usual song and dance. Uh, see what I did there? Hit me up social medias. I'm on all of them. Let me know what was your favorite thing that you've ever done. Favorite date, whatever. Just reach out. Bring me into your love story. I love hearing about it. Thanks for hanging out today. God bless, guys. From everyone here at the zoo, I love you. Thanks for coming in.